Hello and welcome to the 9 in 10 News for the Community by the Community podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Hunter, and having grown up in northern Michigan, something I have always personally loved about this area is the love and support that comes from every corner of these northern Michigan communities. So the goal of this podcast is to promote and get to know the many local nonprofits and charities and their work along with individuals who really leave an impact on their communities through outreach or volunteering. If you ever want to nominate a group or individual, please send me an email. That's at Courtney Hunter, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y-H-U-N-T-E-R at 9in10news.com. I'd love to hear all about who's making a difference where you live. As more seek solitude and adventure in the great outdoors, it may have you wondering what's being done to take care of our natural resources and make them available to us. Today, we talk with Dina Jardy, Executive Director of Paddle Antrim, to learn more about their mission and how you can help. Hi, Dina. Thank you so much for joining us for this month's podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about you are the Executive Director of Paddle Antrim, correct? I am. Thanks so much for having me, Courtney. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to learn more about Paddle Antrim. So will you give me a a little overview of what your mission is and what you guys do? Yeah. Um, So Paddle Antrim is a relatively new nonprofit. We began in 2014, and our mission is to protect the waterways by getting people connected through paddle sports. We believe that when people are out on the water, they understand the importance and the beauty of the water, and then they can make behavior changes to um, continue to protect those precious resources that we have here in northern Michigan. So how did you get involved with Paddle Antrim? Great question. So I have loved water ever since I was a little kid. So I've been um, out on the water my, my whole life. I grew up in the Midwest. But I took a break and spent 13 years out west, and I worked for state government and the federal government doing water resources planning and policy work. Um, And then after living that long out west, I had two little kids. They were both under the age of two, and we moved back to northern Michigan to be closer by family. And while I wasn't, I was enjoying kind of staying at home, I I saw the opportunity for this job, so it was a new job posting for a brand new nonprofit that had to do with water resources and paddling, which I love, and I just couldn't pass up the opportunity, so I applied, and I was really excited to be on board as the first executive director of Paddle Antrim. Yeah, it sounds like it was a perfect fit. It was. No, it's, it's really exciting. I had never worked directly for a nonprofit, but it was something that really interested me after spending so long in government. I was excited to kind of go into another area, but still keep my, my passion for water and protecting the resources as part of the work I was doing. Yeah, and I feel like right now, especially amid coronavirus stuff, people are seeking the outdoors and to enjoy our natural resources more than they ever have before. So it's extra important that we're all taking care of it. Definitely, definitely. And so we focus on both aspects of, of both protecting the water resources and encouraging people to get out um, through going out on the waterways in different ways. So what are the some of the programs you offer or uh, experiences like that to help people yeah. find their way out there? Yeah, so when we began in 2015, 
2014, um, we started with uh, starting the Paddle Antrim Festival. So that was the first thing that we've done, and we've done that now for the past five years. And essentially, the Paddle Antrim Festival, we invite people from all over to join us in Antrim County and on the Chain of Lakes Water Trail, um, where you can paddle anywhere from 7 to 42 miles over two days um, and experience different parts of, of the, the, the region. So we start up in Ellsworth on the first day, and we paddle all the way to, to Bel Air, which is about 15 miles on the first day. And the second day, paddlers start in Bel Air and then go up to 27 miles all the way to Elk Rapids. And so we've been doing that event for the past five years. And this past year, we in 2019, we had 170 paddlers join up from all over um, out on the water for this event. Wow. Um, it, yeah. And just, so it's, it brings all types of paddlers out. So we have paddlers who do the first seven miles, and that's it. And then we have paddlers who are really passionate, and they want to go the whole way, and they do all 42 miles and the, uh, the whole gamut in between. So it's really great to see a variety of different people just coming together and getting out on the water and enjoying it. And so that's a big popular annual one. Do you guys, have you done any other? Have you tried any new events out over the past few years? Yeah, so we started in 2015 with uh, the festival, and since then, we've realized that to get people out on the water, we typically do uh, uh, community paddles every other week, so we choose a different spot on the chain of lakes, um, and we invite people to join us for an hour on the water. It's free, open to everybody, as long as you bring, you know, a paddle craft uh, um, and your life jacket. We just go out, and we experience different areas along the, the water trail um, where you can just go. We paddle for out and back for an hour and just get to enjoy seeing somewhere new and enjoying people out on the water. And so we do community paddles as well. And we also realize that it's important that if we want to encourage people to get out on the water, that we do educational classes as well. Because it's one thing to encourage people to go out, it's another thing to make sure that they're safe out there. And so when we started Paddle Antrim, we saw there was a void in our area of any kind of paddling classes being offered. And so there are now four um, instructors, including myself, who can teach um, intro to kayaking classes, and we do adult classes and kid classes. And then for other things that we don't have the expertise in-house, we bring instructors who are certified from other places to help teach um, paddle boarding and canoeing and other things as well. I will say though, with the coronavirus this year, um, we unfortunately are not offering our programming and classes just for the safety um, of everyone involved. Right. The big bummer for us is we really love getting out on the water with people. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you guys are working on right now, even though you can't maybe gather? Definitely and definitely. And so because of um, one of we want to get people out on the water, the thing that we have been focused on is developing the Chain of Lakes Water Trail. And so the program actually started before Paddle Antrim. It started with the Grand Traverse Regional Land Conservancy doing an inventory of all the access sites in the Chain of Lakes. Um, and so at that point, Paddle Antrim was forming and they kind of gifted that information over to us, and since then, we have been working with all of the access site owners to 
approve access sites along the chain of lakes and develop routes so people can, you know, see the, the waterways on their own. And so there are 81 access sites on the chain of lakes, which amounts to over 99 miles of water trail that can be explored. And we're really excited about that because the water trail is a way that people can go out anytime on their own and make decisions and see a different part. So no no group involved, you know, just go out and experience the, the waterways on your own. So do you guys have, whether on your website or on social media, like information about those different trails? Because I've never paddled a water trail this makes me want to now um but it's you know if you go hiking a lot of times there's signage that tells you where you're going or what you're seeing uh does the water trail have similar things like that yeah yeah and so we have been working on that so it's a process when you're working so it's 16 different lakes and 17 different governmental entities and nonprofits that we've had to coordinate with and so we've spent the last few years getting all of their approvals and so we've got the approvals we've raised the money and we are actually fabricating the signs they're getting made as you and i speak today awesome we will be installing signs at every single access site so all 81 access sites on the chain of lakes so people can go out and know where to go and the signs for us are we're really excited about this this is kind of a big step for us to, to get the signs in the ground the signs have all the information that you need about where are the access sites, what amenities are there, so which ones have bathrooms, which ones have trailer parking, um, what is the distance between access sites is on there as well as um, in addition to practical things um, like you know what's a beginner route. So the chain of lakes is a really big system and the upper chain is made up of smaller lakes, which is great for when I go out with my kids or things like that. And then the lower chain includes like Torch and Elk Lake and some of the bigger waterways, which are, you know, more conducive to intermediate or advanced type paddlers. And so the chain offers that kind of diversity and the signage includes all that information. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be super helpful to... You know, because getting out there might be a little intimidating at first if you are a beginner, but having this physical explanation of what to do and what you're getting yourself into is probably much more welcoming. It is. And so we have signs, we'll have the kiosks that have the maps, but we also make sure we, that at the at the access site facing the water, there's a sign. So you know when you're you're landing in the right spot. And it's just going to be reassuring to people, especially new paddlers or people who are new to the area, to be like, hey, look, there's the sign. That's where we're supposed to get out. Um, and, and just providing that kind of experience for people um, who aren't as familiar with our waterways up here to be able to get out on their own and feel comfortable that they, they know where they're going, they know how far they have to go, and they're going to know that they reached their destination. Um, so we're really excited about getting those in the ground in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as a nonprofit, um, are, do you guys have any volunteer opportunities? Obviously, you know, you want to encourage people to get out there and people can do that. But is there anything uh, the public can do to help you guys as a nonprofit? Definitely. So as a nonprofit, we are always welcome and we survive because we have such great volunteers. So for our programming, for example, when we do the festival, it takes about 80 volunteers um, just during two days to put it on. Um, so there's during 
with our programming, there's volunteering. We're always looking for people to kind of help in the office, um, help when we do mailings and do kind of some of those things, um, especially when we're not, um, when we get to go back to the office, that is. Um, <laughs> um, and we're always looking for people who have skills or, you know, professional skills or other things that they are willing to share with us, whether it's photography or somebody who really likes editing or writing and helping out with our newsletter. So we're always welcome to people um, to do all those things. One of the other things that we focus on on the water trail is stewardship aspects. Um, and an important thing is, for us especially is the protection against aquatic invasive species. And so we've been really passionate about protecting our waterways and providing education for paddlers about aquatic invasive species. And one of the opportunities that we have for paddlers is to learn how to identify aquatic invasive species in the waterways and help report them. So paddlers, because we are on the water and we're going slow, we really are in a great opportunity to help identify and see those invasive species when we're out and about. And so last year we teamed up with Michigan Sea Grant to develop a instructional informational workshop on how to identify aquatic invasive species and then also how to report them. So when they do come that we are able to work to eradicate them as much as we can. So can people just find that on your website, say if they are going to go out for a paddle and say, hey, I'd like to know that so that, you know, I can maybe help while I'm just out enjoying the day. Um, Where can people find that? Yeah, so we are in the process of updating our website as well. And there is an informational course and a link on there um, to the Michigan Sea Grant, actually, because of coronavirus this year, developed the the workshop to be online. Mm-hmm. So you can sign up um, through our website through to Michigan Sea Grant and actually learn and kind of take the workshop online this year since we're not offering actually in-class classes and learn how to identify the different invasive species and then how to report them. And then hopefully in the future, in future years, we'll be able to continue to offer that, you know, in person as well. Yeah. But right now it is an online class through Michigan Sea Grant and that information is on our website. Awesome. And so I know you started by saying how much you love the water. Has there been any part of leading Paddle Antrim that has really stuck with you, an experience, a moment, you know, whether it was your own kids out on the water or or seeing somebody experience it for the first time? Do you have anything like that that just really, you know, solidifies why it's so important to you to be part of this? There are lots of moments. Um, for me, I, having two kids who are learning to paddle, um, it's incredible. So, for example, I took my kids out to Sylvania uh, Wilderness, and they got to paddle into to do paddle camping and to watch my kids, you know, take their own boats at the ages of six and eight and paddle into the campground and have them set up camp, and it was just, it's an experience that will live with them, you know, forever. And they still, you know, two years later, still talk about that trip as one of the best trips they ever had where they got to, you know, do that on their own. Um, But there are other things that come to mind. I remember talking to local people, someone who's kind of lived in the area um, the whole time. And I was, I had, we were talking about the water trail and the development and 
they're like, we don't even know. We've lived here, and we don't even know where the access sites are. Um, and so I was kind of going through pictures. I was getting ready for a presentation, and they're like, they were just amazed that these pictures were on the lakes that are here. A lot of people, you know, think chain of lakes. They think Torch Lake and the big lakes. But there are some beautiful areas to explore um, along the chain, um, the smaller lakes especially up. And to be able to provide the information so people could see those things and have those experiences, I'm, I'm really excited to be able to do that. So visitors as well as the local people can kind of know where to, to take people and have a, an amazing time out on the water. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything, you know, if somebody were listening to this and has seen people paddle boarding or kayaking or doing any of those pedal sports but has never really tried it themselves, is there anything you would say to them to encourage them to get out there? I highly encourage everybody to get out there and try it. Try it in a safe manner. Um, make sure when you go out that you wear your life jacket, stay on some smaller lakes in the beginning. And for everybody, I'd be, be honest, take a class at some point. While I had been paddling over 10 years before I took this position and I had my boat and I went lots of different places. I had never taken a formal class and I was like, oh, I've been paddling for 10 years. I'm good. Um, and I took an introductory, it was an all day introductory class from an instructor and it was amazing that even just the tips and tricks and how much better of a paddler and how much safer of a paddler I became from just one class. Um, and so I highly encourage anybody who is interested to, to find a class. We'll be offering them again next year. And there are other um, instructors in other areas of the state that are offering them. But to just get out, um, enjoy, find a friend who has, you know, some and, and go out as a group and, and see the different places there are to see on um, the Chain of Lakes or the waterways that are closest to them. Yeah, it's well, and so, sometimes it's the only way you're going to be able to get to see things like that, you know, to see it from the water is a whole different experience than, you know, driving down the road. It is, it is. You know, right outside of Elk Rapids, which is where my office is, there's a shipwreck um, just under the water that you can paddle over and just to be able to, you know, be on top of it from a paddleboard or a kayak and look down and see it, it's just amazing. And those are things you just don't necessarily see or, you know, when you're out even in a big boat um, as well. Yeah, experiences are something that are not, you know, replaceable. So, awesome. Is there anything else you want to add about how people can find you or contact you if they do have any skills they want to share or are looking for information on how to sign up for that online course? Definitely. So you can reach us online at paddleantrum.com and you can find information on us and our contact information, uh, information about the Chain of Lakes Water Trail so you can create your own experience. So besides the signage, while we're going to have the signs out there, the information about the different routes and all the information to do planning your own water trail trip is online. So you can look at all the information ahead of time and come up with a plan. All that information is available through links on our website. And so you can find all of that information there so people can plan their trip this year to get out on the water trail all by themselves. Um, and then the information for our classes will be on there for next year as well. 
Perfect. And we'll be sure to link all of that to our website, 9in10news.com as well. Thank you so much, Dina, for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking a little time to teach us a whole lot about Paddle Antrim. We appreciate what you do. Thank you, Courtney. I really appreciate you taking you as well. Thank you. Again, that was Dina Giardi with Paddle Antrim. Head to 9in10news.com for more details on how you can get involved. As always, if there are any groups, nonprofits, charities, or even exceptional individuals you'd like to hear about, email me at CourtneyHunter at 9in10news.com. From podcast producer Joe Busick and myself, thanks for listening to the 9 in 10 For the Community by the Community podcast. The For the Community by the Community podcast is brought to you by Travers Catholic Federal Credit Union, financial services for the community, established 1950.